Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am launching a new show under Just Be. So there's Just Be and there are Just Be Rants. And then now there is going to be Just Be Unfluenced. Okay, so the name of the show is Just Be Unfluenced. Why? So about a year ago, over a year ago now, I started just fucking around with makeup and talking about what's garbage. And it was funny because when I first did it, when I first said something negative about a Tom Ford product or a Dior product, I cringed or a Shantikai product. I cringed a little bit inside as if like these brands were humans and that like I said something bad about Meg Ryan and she was going to come to my house, you know, and I know Tom Ford is a human. And so that's one of the challenges, by the way, think about this. If you ever start a brand, One of the challenges of having a brand with your own name is that anything negative about that brand is your own name. So anything positive is your own name, but you have no distance from yourself and the brand. And that's why Skinny Girl was Skinny Girl and not called Bethany or something. And I kind of have a little bit of a Bethany brand, but not really because it's scary to be so attached. So in the beginning, when I was saying negative things about certain products, drugstore and expensive alike, I would kind of cringe as if like, as if like Tom Ford knows 
who I am or has ever like done or given me anything. Like I've worn Tom Ford dresses and they've showed up in the media. I wore Tom Ford all over uh, Housewives, but like Tom Ford couldn't give a shit about me. I'm not at the level to be, you know, dressed by him or sent a lip gloss or anything. Um, so you get scared to say something about Dior. Like Dior's not sending me Lady Dior bags or, you know, giving me campaigns. So like, why am I afraid? That's another whole conversation. Why people, and I see it all the time. I see housewives do this all the time. They're kissing the asses of these brands. I couldn't give two fucks about them. Like tagging Balmain, tagging all this shit. Like to be perfectly honest, I sold out Hermes lip oil and that brand does like me. They're not sending me free Hermes Birkins, but you know, I can get myself an Hermes bag if I want. And that is like allowing someone to buy a stock because they do in many cases go up in value, but still none of these brands are like giving me anything. They, I don't, you know, they're not paying my rent as I like to say. So I, it's funny that you would be scared to say something negative about these brands. Cause you're just like a little nervous, just like the way that housewives kiss brands asses, tagging them and wearing the letters everywhere as if it's going to endear them to them. And in fact, it probably turns them off. So when I, I would cringe when I was saying this stuff because I was watching all these influencers on social media, primarily on TikTok, kiss the asses of these brands. And, you know, they're being paid and they're being paid in many different types of ways. It's not just straightforward. Hi, here's money to do this commercial to talk about it. It's hi, you talked about it. We want to pay you to talk about it more. It's this is a sponsored post. It's can we pay you to review products? So like we're paying you to on a video review products. So now you kind of are going to just, of course, say they're all amazing because you're being paid to review them. No one's going to be paid to review a product and say shitty things. So I found that there was a lot of shadiness. Now, I was just saying things I like, drugstore things that are amazing and at the level became a whole thing. It's so funny. Like all my isms became a thing. I like a Picasso, which came from a TikTok sound. Okay, I like it. Okay, I like it, Picasso. Or girl, don't do it. It's not worth it. Or, um, you know, at the level. But a lot of what people were attracted to was me having the balls to say this is shit. So it became something that was like a thing. Now, I'm not the first person to ever say products were shit. There's a guy named Jeffree Star. Like, I don't know anything. I've just seen him on social media, and I tried one of his lip glosses, which was good. But he's very irreverent, and he'll say, like, Kylie's shit, and I've been thrown off this uh, thrown off this gifting list, and, like, he'll fully talk about it. But it's courageous, and when you see him do it, it's courageous. So when you see me do it, it's courageous. And, of course, there have been people that said they didn't like things. But you kind of see these influencers say they don't like something the way that someone throws condoms in with, like, bubble gum and shampoo and a bunch of other shit. Like, they're just mixing it in. So you'll see these influencers, like, ooh and ah, and then say something sort of shady about a product. But you could tell that they're in bed with that brand and they want to kind of mix it in. So I'm fully savvy to all of this. And here's the thing. Most of these influencers are in their 20s and 30s. And there are some that, you know, cater to mature skin. And I hate that sort of label because, yes, women of mature skin is different. But covering my under eyes is really not that much different than a 35-year-old, to be honest. When I was 35, I had black circles, too. So I'm just talking about the major popular influencers. They're in their 20s and 30s. And they're not that savvy. So some of them are savvy, but, like, they're young kids and they're not – they may be – makeup savvy and like grab the bag savvy, but they're not overall business savvy. So I'm watching 
you know, a lot of the way they're doing it. And it's not that easy to do. It's funny because there was a an influencer called Michaela who has like 14, 15 million followers. She was the first influencer I really knew about. I couldn't believe she had so many followers. And these people are famous gods in this beauty community. Like my own friends, if I call five of my own friends, they're not going to know who Michaela or Meredith Duxbury is. But the people in that vortex that I walked into do know. So Michaela is famous in the beauty community. Now, she used to have seemingly in videos no Massachusetts accent. And now she has a very strong, like, so people go on and troll her about her accent. Paul's from Boston and he said it doesn't sound like a common Boston accent, but maybe there are parts of it. And there are parts of Massachusetts where people have very strong accents. And um, he said something interesting. He said, you could change an accent once, meaning you can have one and then go to not have one but you can't then go back. You can't flip it back. So it sounds like maybe she grew up with one. She changed it during college and now she went back to it. So whatever that means to you, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know enough and I don't know that much about her. I had her on the podcast. She seemed a little guarded, like she was definitely guarded. And then I later realized that she gets trolled a lot, like for using filters and people, you know, success breeds contempt. So a lot of people come after her. And I had her on and you could tell she was a little guarded because I said, do you feel that you share too much? Like she's weeping and crying and talking about her body and her weight. And people are like, we love you. And I thought to myself, that worm could turn, you know, like these aren't your people aren't your family just because you connect with an audience. That makes sense. But they're not your actual family. Like people on social media, uh, if you filter your face and you're talking about makeup and they find out it's a lie, they will fucking hate you. They'll get, you know, they go... TikTok more than any place I've ever seen. It's a real roller coaster of emotions. Like, it's like, we love you. We hate you. We love you. So Michaela did an ad for L'Oreal. It was a partner for this telescopic mascara. And I, very early on, after she did the video, just heard one person say something. So I reviewed the mascara. Had no idea this was going to become a fucking scandal. And for those who don't know, none of my friends would know, you fucking crazy person, why are you talking about mascara gate? If you're on TikTok, which is not the same as being on Instagram. Like TikTok is its own planet. It's a world. And then you go into different like neighborhoods in that planet, societies, and beauty is a society. So a year ago, I walked into this society, this fucking world that like, yes, people have seen me on Instagram reshare some of these videos so people know I'm over there and they think the video content is great and they're enjoying it and I'm talking about makeup. That's 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 Instagram, which is like, it's like a planet you understand. Like you may not like it, whatever, but it's a planet you understand. TikTok is like being inside of a cult. Like it's like a different world. It's just like, it's insane. People could like organize buttons and have 10 million followers for their button collection. Like it's fucking whack. So anyway, I walked into this beauty space and Griffin Johnson, an influencer who I know who's young and like a a good looking kid who has over 10 million followers on TikTok. I happened to meet him through another business like over a year ago. And when I told him about what I was doing, I was just fucking around. I was like, wait, why are there 7 million views on a video of mine? Why did this get 14 million views? He was like, you walked into a very interesting and respected space and beauty is crazy. Like the people are very loyal. And I have found that beauty, like the businesses are very, 
have integrity and are loyal and they're very reliable and they're not shady and like apparel. I've, I've walked into sometimes and like it's not the same. Food's not the same. Like it's a world. Food's a world on TikTok. Clothing and apparel is a world. Fashion's a world. Rich people unboxing Hermes bags. That's a world. Like there are worlds. Beauty's a world. And I walked into that world and I became a part of that world. So in that world, I saw a mascara video. I did a, a video on it and I saw it started picking up. My video was went viral, but like people were fucking talking about mascara and that 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 Michaela did a, a post for L'Oreal and all of a sudden you saw that she, her eyelashes look great after she put the mascara on. So these fucking people, these surgeons that are crazy, like these like, they call it citizen journalists, right? They went in and they'll go in so quick and say like that she added wispies. So people are always on her for like filtering, which is seems to be fine. She filters and a lot of people hate it, but a lot of people accept it. And she filters for these ads too. But I don't know why they're not mad at that. Then she puts on, I guess, Ardell wispies, like the end little eyelashes. Like, I don't even know what the fuck wispies are. I wouldn't know she was wearing them. I'm like, not, nah, I, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know everybody had filters on in the beauty space. No fucking idea. So she evidently was in an ad, a sponsored post. And apparently there was a shady way, the way she said it was paid, like it's in the corner and there are different ways. Because this is not that regulated. This is not like open up Vogue magazine and what does the actual ad say or on the television you know, what's been approved, FCC, like approves commercials and you can't just go on there and say anything. This is the wild, wild west. So Michaela has the word somewhere weird and evidently someone noticed that she had wispies on. So she's advertising mascara to this very real world audience that doesn't really know it's totally an advertisement and she's got fake eyelashes on. People went fucking bananas. I know the PR for the brand. I just was like, this is This is crazy. And I was thinking, holy shit. And like L'Oreal, we couldn't, you couldn't decide if they were going to be happy or mad. Are they, you know, as bad as good. The view, the, the, the video got like over 50 something million posts and everyone was running out to buy the mascara. I happen to have the mascara because I, I don't know why I just happened to have it. You know, I wouldn't, I'm not running out. Maybe I would have run out, but I, I happen to have it. So I was just using the mascara and I'm like, it's a fucking good mascara. Like everybody's acting like this. Some mascara is going to change your life. Like you don't need a therapist. Go to mascara. Like get your fucking lives together, people. Like it's a mascara. There's only like a range of like shit and good. Like not going to be like, oh my fucking God. I look like I got my, my lashes put on. Like get your fucking lives together. But anyway, it was amazing to watch this. People were running out. So they were mad at her. But they were putting money in, and man, L'Oreal, but they were putting money in L'Oreal's pockets. TikTok is the land of talking about hating someone and making them more famous. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, I can't believe this pink fucking pink sauce, whatever it was. It was some pink sauce. Everyone was buying it. So it's like, what are you guys doing? So they're running to the drugstore to put on this mascara. And some people thought it was clumpy and some people thought it was whatever. I thought it was good mascara. It's fucking mascara. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. 
travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa! And let them know that I sent you after you check out. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So people were going nuts. And for like four days, it was the only thing you could see on your page. And I'm going to get to this another time. We're going to talk about Tarte and their Dubai trip because that was another time. For four days, if you were in this vortex, this planet beauty of talk, you were only seeing this Tarte influencer trip to Dubai. Like, you you think your mind's playing tricks on you. If you're not someone who's always watching TV and you're fucking around on your phone, we were seeing Mascara Gate videos for days. And those of you who know, know. And the girls that get it, get it. And otherwise, you could Google it. It was fucking crazy. And you know L'Oreal had to be happy because they were selling mascara hand over foot. And forever, the L'Oreal telescopic black mascara, which happens to be great, was fucking Mascara Gate. Okay, so now 
It's a phenomenon. Trust me. Go to the drugstore now. Things used to not be sold out. You go to the drugstore. Anything discussed, anything I discussed, sold out. I walk into Ulta. I walk into C. I am the Justin Bieber of CVS. I walk into CVS. Mom's stopping me. Oh my God, I'm here because of you. They have my list. I, you know, I walk into Sephora. The people that work there know me. Like, But I'm, I'm not that famous at Sephora because that's more elite. I am the Justin Bieber of CVS. So... So things are fucking sold out because of things like this. TikTok is crazy and it changed the beauty industry. It is a beauty industry revolution. I now know brands I never even heard of that I'm intimately connected to. Essence, Milani, Revolution. I didn't know what any of these were. I didn't know anything. I had fucking La Prairie Foundation from five years ago still in my drawer. Like perfume from set. Like I didn't understand the shit expired. I still have this like two-faced that looks like little puffy, like cute little stuffed animal creatures on the cover of the box because I coveted it. Why? I, I, it's okay, Bethany. You could spend $40 on a new eyeshadow. I just didn't know. Now I have acres. I could fill one of those like dumpsters and I'm constantly getting rid of it. Okay. So Mascara Gate led to the de-influencing movement. So what that meant was people now, because here's the thing, everyone's a fucking sheep. So uh, yes, some people were saying on, on YouTube and Jeffree Star has said he doesn't like things, but I've been on beauty talk and I know no one was fucking saying they didn't like anything. Jeffree Star was, apparently there were some people on YouTube and I was. So yes, I'm bragging about being one of the first. Wall Street Journal did an article about me being one of the first. I was definitely one of the first, okay? Like, that's a fact. So we can argue about that another day. It doesn't fucking matter. But I didn't know it had a name, but people created a name. So now every young girl with a lot of followers because of Mascara Gate to seem authentic to their audience, that's why. That's the key here. Michaela has fake eyelashes on in a post. So everybody was not trusting anybody who is an influencer. So everybody was coming for influencers, not believing anything they were saying. Is this a sponsored post? Are you being paid? Mascara Gate changed the way that brands will engage influencers to not only sell their products, but what is disclosed. Can you wear eyelashes? You can in magazines, but you have to disclose it. It's like written on the bottom. La you know, lashes may have been enhanced. Like because TikTok is the wild, wild west, nothing had been really disclosed. And I guarantee you, we'll have somebody on from a brand here. We'll have those kind of people on here. And I guarantee you that brands have changed the way they do business. The entertainment industry changed something called the Bethany Clause, where people that go on reality television have to give the network a percentage and they sign the Bethany Clause. So I guarantee you that there's like a mascara gate change, meaning things have to be disclosed. How do you write sponsored? How do you write partnered? What's the right language? So while L'Oreal did great and people bought the fucking mascara and Michaela did great because people engaged and she got paid. And if she had what I heard was a virality clause, somebody once mentioned, like where that went viral, that kicked in, then she probably made a lot more money. And, you know, she's laughing her way to the bank, but having to fend off haters, which there are a lot, but it's okay. She's very viral. And I think by now she could take it. And I texted her to say, if you want me to help you, you want me to manage you? Because she's a young girl. I think she's gotten business savvy and she's beauty savvy. But, you know, you have to have had years and years of institutional knowledge of how to fucking deal with these kind of things. But people weren't trusting their influencers. So everybody was coming after everybody saying, can I trust you? And is it sponsored? And is it paid? And how do I know? You know, they didn't trust. 
So that's why everybody started doing de-influencing. Three things I don't like. Full face of makeup I hate. Like Michaela, full face of makeup I hate. These are brands I fucking hate. This is stuff that was not happening for the last year that I've been in this vortex. Now it's happening because everybody goes with the bandwagon on TikTok from a, sand, from a sound to a dance to a trend to a mascara to a hating. Everybody flips and the pendulum swings and everybody goes to a trend. So de-influencing is now a trend. I hate gimmicks and like words. So I decided who better than me who was fucking saying I couldn't stand certain Tom Ford, Charlotte Tilbury and Dior products a year ago when it wasn't cool, when the cool kids weren't doing it. Why shouldn't I have a podcast called Just Be Unfluenced so I can talk to you honestly about how crazy shit gets and what really sucks and what is good and kind of trends in this space. So that's why Just Be Unfluenced is here and it's going to fucking blow the doors off and we'll have creators on and we'll have influencers on and we'll have makeup artists on and we'll have beauty industry people on. And this will be very, very niche like talk, but it will speak to many of you in the mainstream because we're going to be talking about makeup and it's just a very, it's a cool place and it's a cool conversation and it's a multi-billion dollar industry. They make so much fucking money off of you guys and like the tiniest little bit of, of eyeshadow we will be in this gorgeous packaging and be $50 and you run to buy it at Sephora and I've been there and it's the fucking Hunger Games at Sephora and we will talk about the dollar store and CVS and Walgreens and Ulta and makeup on sale and TJ Maxx and department stores and old lady brands and TikTok famous brands and we will go through all of it this is just be unfluenced Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening.